0: Some content in the following program has paid consideration or is sponsored by a
1: particular business.
2: It's Boston No Wait Boating Radio Show, making radio waves. If you're not boating, you're thinking about it, riding the waves until the sun goes down. Learn it all here, all the boats and gear, and tipsy shares to stay safe out there. It's time for
0: It's time for the radio show about recreational boating. From the bow to the stern, from port to starboard, and from the bridge to the bilge, it's Bob's No Wake Zone radio show. So let's go down on the docks and see what's happening this week.
1: Good November the 6th morning to you. Thank you for joining us this morning right here at Radio Side or wherever you might be listening on the stream or maybe on the new podcast. Thank you so much for being with us. We've got a great show lined up. Jim Emmons, Executive Director of the Water Sports Foundation, is going to be here. And you know, we all saw a big year last year in the way of recreational boating, but uh, the Water Sports Foundation's inaugural Boating Safety National Public Relations Outreach Initiative far exceeded the expectations they had. So we're going to uh, get all those details from Jim Coming up for you in the program this morning. Then we're also going to be talking with uh, Ray Labate. He's uh, first vice president for the Waterfest down at Englewood, Florida. And they're going to be hosting the OPA World Championship Offshore Races. That's coming up uh, November 20th and 21st. Yours truly, along with the Viper Broadcast team, going to be heading to Englewood for Waterfest and OPA. Have that uh, on the air the weekend of uh, November 20th and 21st over most of the same station and then a host of other radio and tv stations uh internet streaming uh facebook all that uh, social media we'll have it'll be everywhere so you'll be able to listen and uh share we'll be able to share all the great information with you the play-by-play of the races both days and some other interview things that we'll be doing while we are in Englewood. So Ray will be with us in the third uh, third page of our show this morning. And then uh, page four, we're going to talk about Veterans Day because the Veterans Day Parade in Osage Beach is today, starting in just a little while. And then uh, we've got a very special song we're going to play for you today as well. So stand by, and we again thank you for joining us today. You know, why risk it? Just click it. If you don't hear the click, it's not secure. What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the Smart Plug Shore Power System. And Smart Plug powers Bob's No Wakes on Boating Radio Show every week, and we're proud to have them as a sponsor again uh, this past year. Smart Plug Shore Power Systems, the best upgrade you can make to your boat or RV. You know, you click the lock at home when you get home, you click the lock when you click your seatbelt in. Why not click the lock when you click in your power cord to the side of your boat? a snap is better than a twist because the old twist type power cords they do come loose particularly if you're going to leave your boat over the winter months connected up to your shore power you want to make sure you've got a good solid safe connection the uh, smart plug snaps in on both sides when it goes in and the top comes down to make a third latch to really hold that plug in place They are easy to install. You can do it yourself or have your marine mechanic do it. Uh, They are certainly easy to use, and they uh, have triple waterproof seals uh, resilient to moisture and water intrusion from extreme environments, which we tend to to be in, I guess. Smartplug.com is the website, or you can find out more information by going to mine. Go to bobsnowakezone.com. You'll find a link right there, or a couple of links, actually. Uh, One to Smartplug, and one, I've got a video that shows installation of a couple of these. And it's uh, really, I'd say, pretty easy to do. We did two of them in about an hour. So take a look. Smartplug.com is the website for smart plugs for your boat or RV. The next guest on Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show is from the Water Sports Foundation. We like that word, WSF. And his name, Jim Emmons. He's executive director. And a good morning. Welcome back to the show.
0: Well, thank you, Bob, so much for having me back on your
3: show.
1: Glad to have you back. I know that uh, we've talked a few times over the years about things that have been going on, and we've got some really good news. You know, I love it when a plan comes together, but then when a plan exceeds what you think it's going to do, it's even better. So tell us uh, about this uh, Water Sports Foundation initiative that went out to uh, promote safe boating.
0: Yeah, Bob. um, You know, one of my good friends, longtime colleagues, Wanda Kenton-Smith, who I think you know, um, and I collaborated back about two years ago about potentially um, Promote, I should say, applying for a public relations grant through the Coast Guard, and um, the grant application went in about eighteen months ago, and we were awarded last year for our first project uh, in public relations. Uh, while we didn't get, you know, what we really wanted, we got a very a, a small portion of what we, you know, had intended to, to you know, to, to take this project with, at only eighty nine thousand dollars. But we got it off the ground. And, um, you know, we at at that level thought we could produce uh, 65 million gross media impressions uh, through the the national and broad broadcast media networks. Um, but we were really surprised that um, this thing took off uh, gangbusters. And uh, before we knew it, we had 601 million gross media impressions. Holy nearly 10 yeah. times what our goal was. <laughs>
1: Wow, that is amazing. Uh, And, of course, there was an appetite for this kind of stuff, too, wasn't there?
0: Well, there sure was. You know, last year with the pandemic, boating exploded. Popularity of of boating was uh, through the roof. Boat sales uh, went off the charts. Dealers were sold out early in the summer. And, um, you know, people used boating as a way to to, uh, social distance and and yet to stay outside and recreate. And um, it also came with some... um, increases in what we call incidents, um, you know, which are boating accidents and fatalities. In fact, the new Coast Guard report shows that 25 percent, 25.5 percent increase in in both uh, accidents and fatalities for last year, which is not something that we in boating safety like to see or hear. But we do know that the exposure to boating was much, much greater due to all the new people that came on board last year as, as new boaters. And unfortunately, they came at a time when there really wasn't a lot of, um, of boating safety uh, education courses that were available. Uh, most of the courses, a lot of the courses at the time, were uh, in person, and um, and had to they had to like pitch uh, pivot really quickly to convert their courses to online, which which they were able to do by the third quarter of last year. But um, it put a lot of boaters on the water without you know any good uh, good education about how to. Manage their boat, how to how to take care of their boat, or even how to boat safely, and uh, so it put us in it put us behind the curve really on you know on on uh, mitigating these accidents. But this uh, this campaign really um, exceeded our our expectations, and uh, we got uh, 490 different media outlets that. Um, uh, picked up the the press releases that we produced. Uh, Wanda and her team produced on you know uh, big topics like you know around Memorial Day. One was the twelve top boating safety tips for the busy Memorial Day weekend and beyond. Nice catchy you know headline for yeah. a journalist sitting at at uh, the beat desk trying to figure out what he's going to do for his weekend story and. Um, and our, our pickups were, were huge. We, we, um, we were really surprised and, and happy, pleasantly surprised and happy about the way things um, unfolded last
1: year. I know you had some uh, FaceTime on some of the major uh, TV networks and cable channels, uh, Weather Channel and uh, ABC, NBC, CBS and Fox. And uh, I'm sure a whole bunch more all uh, put you out there to help uh, promote the, the idea of safe boating, not only for the holidays, but for, uh, for, <laughs> for all the time they're out on the water.
0: Well, that's true. And, you know, Bob, I really got to give the credit to Wanda and her team. Um, uh, she had Joel Staley and, and uh, Marilyn Demartini, who both worked the these uh, outlets, you know, uh, continuously through the summer. I can tell you, though, that at some point uh, during the month of June, I was getting two or three calls a day from – from one of them that says, I've got a new TV station or a new radio station or a new newspaper, you know, journalist that wants to interview you. And, you know, they want to, they want to know what's, you know, what's all about this press release. So, uh, it was an exciting time for us. We were, you know, able to get our message out, um, to, you know, these outlets that were reaching, reaching voters in their local markets and even some of the big national markets like USA Today and, and, uh, the websites like Yahoo News and Yahoo Finance. But, um, Um, So it was exciting and and really a good campaign that I'm really pleased with
1: I guess you could say that uh, you know when a plan comes together, it really is great. And this was a plan that um, really, well, they were expecting great ex- expectations, but then things really turned around and went the other direction, and they went way, way over what they thought was going to happen. Uh, Jim, please stand by on the uh, Boat U.S. guest line there. We've got a couple more questions to ask you, and we'll do that in uh, the next segment of the show. Donna Swall from the Lake of the Ozarks Watershed Alliance uh, talked to me this week. We're going to have her on the show next Saturday to talk about a Lunch and Learn event coming up Thursday, November 18th. And she's going to be talking about uh, some initiatives, some uh, money they're trying to go after to get uh, for some projects. Uh, She's going to talk about safety boats and U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary. She's going to talk about don't putting leaves in the lake. Please don't put any leaves in the lake. So we'll be uh, getting Donna on the program with us as well next week. And let's see. we got to do this. If there were boat cleaning products that can do an outstanding job and be environmentally friendly, you'd want them, right? BioClean provides cleaners trusted since
4: 1987. BioClean products are made in the USA. Safe, non-carcinogen, biodegradable, and guaranteed to outperform our competition and help maintain a clean and healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Full technical support and a 100% guarantee or your money back. Visit BioClean.com, spelled B-I-O-K-L-E-E-N.com. Find a dealership near you on our dealer. Locator,
1: BioClean,
4: experts on cleaning solutions.
1: Thanks for your sponsorship of Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show. We'll be right back. Jim Evans standing by with part two of his interview right here this morning. Don't go away.
2: It's Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show. Making radio waves.
1: The most important connection while you're out on the water is with your boat's engine. Get connected and always use your engine cutoff switch. This message brought to you by the National Safe Boating Council and U.S. Coast Guard. Learn more at GetConnectedBoating.org.
0: This is Tawny Daggett. I'm in the Marina Sales and Marketing Division with Marine Max. Thanks for listening to Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show.
1: Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show is back. The falling. Thank you, Eric Clapton. Uh, reminds us not to uh, push your leaves into the lake. Donna Swall would be mad, and uh, <laughs> you won't like it either because those uh, extra leaves will uh, deteriorate, suck all the oxygen out of the water, and your uh, fish will swim away, and then eventually you'll start stinking up the water around your dock. So we're going to talk some more with Donna Swall about that next week on the show and some other things that they've got going on, including some water testing that's been uh, very successful This portion of Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show presented by Marine Max right here at Lake of the Ozarks. Premium brands, brokerage, finance and insurance, full-service boatyard, mobile service too, huge parts selection, premier marina facilities, educational classes, and getaways. They do it all at Marine Max. The uh, main location is 3070 Bagnall Dam Boulevard. It's the 16-mile marker by water at Lake of the Ozarks. And, of course, you'll find Marine Max locations all over the country, we hope to uh, be talking with Captain Tom Healy down at the uh, Marine Max facilities there around Inglewood. Uh, coming up when we're down there in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that. Find out more information about Marine Max by going to their website, marinemax.com. You can also just give them a call at their main location, 573-365-5382. But again, the main uh, thing to do, either go in or stop by and say, hey, and or look them up on the website first marinemax.com for some more information about this great company and a fabulous facility right here at your lake of the ozarks all right let's get back with jim emmons uh open up that phone line there boat u.s uh, guest line in uh, just a moment uh his name is jim emmons he's executive director of the water sports foundation you know uh jim you you and and myself and, and wanda of course and many others that are in this business of promoting safe boating you know, we're, we're all involved in different organizations and, and uh, up and down the spectrum. And uh, I know you are as well. Can you share a little bit about some of the uh, organizations that you participate in and some of the things that you do?
0: Well, you know, the Water Sports Foundation is, is a um, 501c3 nonprofit subsidiary division of the Water Sports Industry Association. We created the Water Sports Foundation solely to work with the Coast Guard on the nonprofit grants. My background is media and outreach, Bob, and, uh, you know, I grew up as as um, uh, working in the publishing business, always knew that, you know, with the titles that I worked with that were all heavily boating-oriented, that we could take a boating safety message to voters, but uh, we didn't really know exactly how to go about it. And um, back in 2004, a colleague of mine, Larry Maddock, and I uh, decided to put in our first grant request for uh, a nonprofit Coast Guard grant, that didn't work so well the first time, but uh, back, came back around finally in 2011 and submitted a new request um, and, and were happy to have been awarded $637,000 in our first grant application. Huh. So uh, they, they must have liked what we were doing, and since then, Bob, we have been busy with one project after another. They, uh, The Coast Guard in, encouraged us to submit as many applications on different ideas that we could. Today, we are currently working ten nonprofit grants, uh, different little projects. This one, uh, the public relations campaign, was an eighty-nine thousand dollar grant, not one of our larger ones, but uh, but it was one that produced some of the biggest results we've ever had.
1: Pretty amazing stuff, and uh, you know we want to keep uh, pushing out the the recreational boating safety messages about wearing life jackets. Uh, Avoiding uh, impairment, uh, and that includes being distracted while you're driving your boat. Uh, taking a boater education course, of course, and be sure you use that engine cutoff switch device uh, when you're underway. A lot of good uh, messages coming from the watersportsfoundation.com. Uh, Jim, there's going to be another Coast Guard report coming out, but it doesn't look like till the end of the year, maybe 1st of, of 22. Um, do you have any, you know, maybe uh, <laughs> early statistics that have uh, leaked out?
0: Well, I just attended the National Association of Bo- State Boating Law Administrators Conference in Pittsburgh late September. And just by you know, anecdotal interviews with BLAs from across the country, uh, boating popularity is still up, but uh, we are starting to see that uh, uh, some of the accidents and some of the um, deaths are beginning to, to wane a little bit. So our our hopes are that with the efforts we have in outreach and um, with uh, law enforcement and with the Coast Guard, that we will will see the number for 2021 drop from what it did in 2020. Uh, 767 people died in 2020, and like I said, that was a 25% increase over the previous year. Uh, we, we really like to see that drop back down into the 600s or even lower going into uh, into 2021. But you know, there's a lot of organizations out there, Bob, that are involved in in, in boating safety. and and many that were very helpful in us producing our our campaign. So I'd like to thank the National Safe Boating Council. I'd like to thank the the guys I just mentioned at NASBA, who do a terrific job. Um, The MRAA, uh, the RBFF uh, gave us some great content for our website, Uh, Boat US. We were able to scrape just tremendous boating safety content uh, from all around the uh, U.S., from these types of organizations, and get it into a one-stop shop website for journalists. Uh, at what you mentioned there a minute ago watersportsfoundation.com in our media resource center and uh you know, we really couldn't have done it without all these other great organizations and all the great folks that are doing um, a, a terrific job in in recreational boating safety
1: one final question for you uh jim one of our uh members i guess you could say recreational boating and fishing foundation president ceo frank peterson has announced his retirement and uh, i know you guys have uh, shaken hands several times along the way
0: Yes, that's right, uh, Bob. You know, um, I was a little bit surprised to see that. Frank's been a great asset for recreational boating safety for a long, long time. Uh, we're going to be uh, sad to see him go. He's done a great job over there with RBFF and the whole team at RBFF uh, in promoting recreational boating safety. We like to think that we're good partners with them and that they're good partners with us. Uh, but congratulations to Frank for a great, uh, a great tenure and, uh, and retirement.
1: Absolutely true. Jim Emmons, Executive Director, Water Sports Foundation, and that's the website as well, watersportsfoundation.com. Jim, thanks again. Do appreciate it. Keep up the good work, and uh, we thank you all so very much, and thank Wanda too.
0: I'll I'll do that for you exactly, Bob. Thank you.
1: All right, very good. Thank you, Jim. Do appreciate it once more. We're going to be uh, chatting next on the program with Ray Labatey. He's first VP for the board of directors for the Inglewood Beach Waterfest.com. Uh, and uh, this is going to be tied in with the OPA, Offshore Powerboat Association, World's Championship Offshore Races coming to Inglewood, Florida going to be uh, the races are on november 20th and 21st just a couple of weeks out but uh, we're going to be there uh, that whole week doing interviews and uh, we'll have those for you as the playback uh, of the races goes on We have six hours of racing both days on Saturday and Sunday. We'll be live on the radio, live on TV around the country, different uh, outlets and so on. You can find them. um, You can also watch it by going to our website, uh, krmsradio.com. We'll have it on there as well. Facebook. uh, It's just going to be every place. So uh, we hope you'll get a chance to uh, enjoy some of the race coverage that we're going to provide you. We're going to be out checking out the pre-race parties that will be going on with all the uh, racers and race teams. Uh, We've got the uh, Waterfest uh, block party as well, and then, of course, uh, two days of racing. We're going to learn a lot about the uh, Englewood area in Florida, southwest Florida, and also about the Moat Marine Laboratory They've got some exhibits they're going to be having there at Englewood, and we're going to be uh, trying to catch up with somebody there and learn all about what they do. So very exciting time for us heading down that way, the Viper broadcast team, and we will uh, keep you posted on that as we move forward. Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show. You can hear us uh, each Saturday morning right here starting at uh, 10.06 right after the news. And don't forget that the uh, fabulous Kim Commando comes on right after we're done at 11.06 Uh, This morning and every Saturday morning for three hours of digital goodness for you from uh, Kim Commando. The, uh, you know, the holidays are looking good uh, for many of us because we're going to be buying presents that you don't have to wait for a a container ship to get unloaded. (laughs) Here it is. Look for a holiday gift for the boater and the family. Look no further than an annual Boat U.S. Unlimited Towing Membership. Kind of like the Auto Club for recreational boat owners, a Boat US Unlimited Towing Membership provides professional 24/7 on-the-water towing service by Towboat US fleet, and they're the largest in the nation. We have them right here, available for you at Lake of the Ozarks, and wherever you might be listening. Hopefully, you've got a Boat US Towboat US operation there. Towing membership uh, carries uh, you for, through all those problems you might have out there. Accidental grounding in shallow water, an engine breakdown, or a dead battery, or running out of fuel. Uh, tows back to your uh, launch ramp or to your home dock or marina are included in the membership. You know, you'll never know until you need a tow that it's so great to have that membership in your back pocket. And it's very inexpensive to do. If you're a trailer boater, you might also want to look into the trailering package they have from Towboat and Boat U.S. Look them up, Boat US. You'll find links on my website, BobsNoWakeZone.com. And uh, we're going to be back shortly with uh, Ray Labatee on the Boat US guest line talking about uh, OPA and Waterfest coming up in just a couple of weeks at Englewood, Florida. It's
2: BobsNoWakeZone.
0: Hey, everybody, it's John Rich from Big & Rich. Thanks for listening to Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show on KRMS.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Good morning. Welcome back to Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show. Big & Rich this morning. Hey, we're going to be talking with uh, Ray Labatee, first VP on the board of directors for the Inglewood Beach Water Fest coming up in just a couple of weeks as the broadcast team from your very own KRMS is going to be heading down there to cover the OPA World Championships and some other things going around with the Waterfest activities there in Southwest Florida. Excited about making the trip. and hope we don't have any issues with airlines and such. Do you have Doc Envy or do you just need a new Doc? Well, either way, I'm going to recommend the Doc Works difference. Doc Works is who you need to be getting in touch with. Do that first. They'll help you with new construction or a modification that you might need to make or a slip addition, maybe a dock repair, flat roof, sun decks, tiki bars. They do swim up uh, stairs. They do the hip roofs as well. Just about anything in the way of Dock Works, and they will do for you. The Dock Works difference, find them at 964-1919, 964-1919. Or you can look them up on the web or find them on Facebook. The website address is DockWorks. Net. This is
4: Frank Peterson, President of the Recreational Boating and Fishing Foundation. Thanks for listening to Bob's No Wake
2: Zone Radio Show. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly.
1: Welcome back to Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show, and this morning we're going to spend a good amount of time talking about Englewood Beach Waterfest and the OPA World Championships coming up at uh, Englewood Beach in Florida. As uh, we mentioned, the band is getting back together. We're heading down that way to broadcast radio, television, Internet, social media, streaming. Uh, any way we can get it out there hot air balloons whatever it takes to uh, get these races on the air for you but uh, let's talk a little bit about Englewood and the committee that sort of put this whole thing together with the uh, Waterfest group we have the first VP from the board of directors on the hotline his name Ray Labatee Ray it is great to have you back on the show how you doing well
4: well, Bob thank you so much we're really excited that uh, you guys are coming from the lake I know you guys are heavily involved up there with various races. You have your shootout, you have the OPA races, so that's, that's fantastic that you
1: join us. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's a remarkable time. The last time we were there was in 2018, and uh, it's just going to be really thrilling to get uh, to get back and, and go through all the different activities and things that are going on. Let's talk first about uh, kind of the first event for centered around the races and all that is the pre-race party. Tell us about that.
4: And that is our power-up party, which is held at the Lighthouse Grill each year. And, uh, you know, they put on a special barbecue and invite the racers and fans and have a meet and greet. So that's out at the Lighthouse Grill.
1: All right. that's uh, kind of gets the party started, I guess you could say. And then on Friday, this is really exciting because uh, there will be a lot of the boats that will be out uh, doing some testing and running up and down the course. Kind of uh, making sure they got all their stuff together. But it's the Waterfest Block Party. So tell us about that. And I understand that it's uh, it's got to be moved this year to a different location.
4: Yes. Yeah, so where we have it previous years is on Dearborn Street, where all the restaurants are and shops. But they uh, had it in the plan for two years now to rip up the street and uh, put pavers down and just, you know, improve it and put a stage and uh, that stuff in the park. So we had to move it to the Englewood Shopping Center, which is right on the main road on Highway 776. So all the racers will come off the beach, line up, and they'll parade, of course, as they always do, set up at that parking lot. And uh, it'll be really fine. You know, The community will come out for it, and it's probably a good venue as a
1: backup. Well, I tell you, as I remember uh, from 2018, looking from the, uh, the condo where our broadcast position was, looking up and down the beach and stuff and just, you know, roaming around for a couple of days, uh, the crowds are really amazing uh, for all of these events that uh, take place on Englewood Beach.
4: Well, we average, after the economic impact study, over 30,000 people that come and visit this event, and we're excited about that. Also, we had, you know, for a small market... With eight million dollar economic impact, I know the other places that have more people, bigger places, and get a bigger impact. But that's huge for us. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, let's talk a little bit about and share with our listeners um, kind of your your background information about Englewood Beach. Um, just kind of give us a you know a, a view from fifteen thousand feet, okay?
4: <laughs> I will tell you, it is one of the best places for viewing for not just um, our spectators. But for the families, they love Englewood Beach because the dry pits is right there. We convert the whole parking area into the dry pits. We remove all the parking bumpers, signs, volleyball courts, uh, horseshoe pits, and we just create a big dry pits area. All the race teams come in. Now here's a little bit different. We have to bus everyone in. So it's worked very well. We have a couple of parking lots out on the main drag, Take uh, shovels, and people like that. You don't have to worry about parking down near the beach. We run everybody back and forth uh, for about three days.
1: You have a lot of activities for families. I noticed some of the uh, the kids' activities that uh, look pretty interesting. There's a lot of stuff going on that uh, everybody can get involved in.
4: Our biggest and newest event, which we've been doing for two years, is our conservation village. That is very well received. Mote Marine Labs and a couple other of the conservancies come down and the uh, you know, they talk about the conservation, which is huge here. And you'd say boat racing and conservation. Some people look at it a little funny, but it's a success. The kids it. there's a butterfly garden where they actually bring a tent and have butterflies flying around. So it's, it's great for all families.
1: The other thing that I noticed uh, by looking at your website, by the way, listeners, EnglewoodBeachWaterFest.com is the website where you can get all the information about everything going on around this event up and down. Uh, the, is it Moat Marine Laboratory, M-O-T-E, is that how it's pronounced? That's correct. Moat Marine out of Sarasota. Yes. They've got uh, a series of exhibits they're going to be doing there. It's kind of sort of tied in with this environmental theme.
4: Yes. And Moat Marine, people will see, you know, if you ever watch some of these uh, um, Smithsonian channels or any of this stuff, they really highlight Moat Marine. And they save a lot of animals. The manatees get in trouble. And Young had whales that actually come up to the beach, and they take care of and the sea turtles. So they are a big part of our community and the state of Florida.
1: Ray, I know it takes a lot of volunteers to uh, pull off something like you've got there, and um, so give us a give us a kind of a thumbnail as to you know how many people it takes to get all this stuff done and, and done done right and properly.
4: Well, uh, we have a volunteer website, which all the categories uh, that are needed. Security, dry pits, wet pits, which are in the crane area, uh, nursing, divers, and uh, it takes over 400 volunteers to put this on. And I always say, without those volunteers, we have nothing. We do not have WaterFest. They are a value valuable part of our event.
1: Well, it uh, takes a, a lot of people to put on an event like this. The Inglewood Beach WaterFest.com is the website for you to uh, take a look at all the different activities and things and uh, make your uh, plans to, uh, to be there. I know that uh, we're excited about coming down. We're going to have the broadcast on Saturday and Sunday, November 20th and 21st, six hours each day, starting about 10 o'clock Central Time. And uh, yours truly will be down to uh, provide some uh, video content and uh, some other things. We'll be talking to some of the drivers, and maybe we can catch up with uh, with you as well. Probably yes, run-
4: you have to find me somewhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, but-,
4: but let me put in that Englewood Beach Waterfest this year is presented by North Myrtle Beach RV Resort and Dry Docks. Oh, yeah. And we would say, wow, what is a company from North Myrtle Beach? But one of the racers, uh, Kirk um, Hansen. I'm not sure if I got his name correctly, but he is uh, one of the racers. He came to Anglewood in 2018. He said, how can I get involved? So he has got a beautiful place. It just expanded, uh, doubled their size. So it's perfect for all the RV, everybody in the RV world. When it comes to race day, we actually have two days of racing, which is for the world championship. Mm-hmm. We've adjusted our course to be uh, only four miles. We put some dog legs in it. It makes it more exciting for the fans. We want to have the best fan experience that we can possibly come up with. So we shorten the course. There's a nice straightaway on the beach. That's the best part. Everybody goes to the beach. The racers, they get done with the race. They're able to uh, go watch the rest of the race and see some of the other uh, teams out
1: there. Oh, I got you. Okay, very good. Well, it's an exciting time, and uh, we're excited about coming down. And uh, Ray Labatee, the first VP for the Board of Directors, Englewood Beach Waterfest, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, we'll see you soon. Well,
4: Bob, we appreciate it. We're looking forward to the whole event, and we're looking forward to you guys doing the live stream. It's going to be fantastic.
1: And some of our radio broadcasters that are uh, sponsors of this program include Dockworks and BioClean. Appreciate those guys for stepping up to help uh, the broadcast. And then we also have a cool breeze marine, those propeller guys. There are no sage Beach uh, helping out as well, so thank you for that. If there were boat cleaning products that can do an outstanding job and be environmentally friendly, you'd want them, right? BioClean provides cleaners trusted since 1987.
4: BioClean products are made in the USA. Safe, non-carcinogen, biodegradable, and guaranteed to outperform our competition and help maintain a clean and healthy, sustainable lifestyle. Full technical support and a 100% guarantee or your money back. Visit BioClean.com, spelled
1: B-I-O-K-L-E-E-N.com. Find a dealership near you on our dealer locator. BioClean, experts on cleaning solutions. Coming up, we're going to be talking a little bit about Veterans Day and a parade starting today following the program here in Osage Beach. So stand by. It's Boston We're back on Bob's No Wake Zone Boating Radio Show as we head into uh, the Veterans Day Parade coming up this morning in Osage Beach. I'm sure some other parades are taking place around the country in honor of Veterans Day, which is next Thursday. We're going to do a little reflection on uh, Veterans Day coming up for you, and we've got a very special song that uh, we'll also be playing for you this break on the program. Mark and Mike Mawson, along with Charlie and Misty and Gino and all the crew at Polylift Boat Lifts, uh, have a great uh, Veterans Day and uh, be be uh, reflective, I guess you could say, and have some gratitude for those veterans and the active military around our market. You know, Polylift Boat Lifts is famous for uh, building the best boat lifts there are. You got it. And they're offering some very specials, uh, very good specials right now. In fact, you can find those by just texting POLYLIFT to 40691. That's polylift to 40691. They've got some great accessory deals there. and Or if you just want to get some newsletter information as you're thinking about uh, getting a new lift, uh, go to uh, text BOATLIFT to 22828. That's BOATLIFT to 22828. And you'll get uh, great service. You'll get a great product from the folks at Polylift. Find more information out at polylift.com or stop into their offices on Highway 5 in Sunrise Beach or in Osage Beach Parkway right there in front of the uh, Target store up there on the uh, Osage Beach uh, Business 54. Polylift.com or call them, 573-374-6545. We don't
2: just build boat lifts, we build polylifts. That's the fact, Jack! Yeah.
3: That's the fact, Jack! Yeah. Yeah. In honor of all veterans, past and present, this is 5 Things You Don't Know, about Veterans Day. While the lack of the apostrophe might seem like a semantic choice, it has a definite and deliberate meaning. According to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, Veterans Day is not a day that belongs to veterans. It is a day for honoring all veterans. In
2: 1968,
3: Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Bill which stated that Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, Columbus Day, and Veterans Day would all be celebrated on Mondays. The reason for doing so was to create three-day weekends, which would hopefully encourage travel and other recreational activities that would help stimulate the economy. However, many states did not agree with the change, particularly for Veterans Day, which held significant historic and patriotic significance. And so, on September 20th, 1975, President Gerald Ford signed Public Law 94-97, which returned the annual observance of Veterans Day to November 11th, beginning in 1978. Although today we all know it as Veterans Day, November 11th was originally called Armistice Day, in recognition of the armistice agreement that ended World War I on November 11th, 1918. But while World War I was called the war to end all wars, it failed to do just that. By the early 1950s, millions of Americans had served in World War II and the Korean War. So, in an attempt to be more inclusive and honor this younger generation of veteran service, Armistice Day was changed to Veterans Day on June 1, 1954. November 10th marks the Marine Corps birthday, an event that is generally celebrated with a traditional ball and a cake cutting ceremony. Since this special date falls the day before Veterans Day, many Marines celebrate both holidays together with a 96-hour liberty period.
2: A date which will live in infamy.
3: Following the outbreak of World War II and the revelation that World War I did not end all wars, the idea of commemorating Armistice Day began to fall out of favor with a small group of Americans. Led by Dr. Francis Carr Stifler of the American Bible Society, The group proposed that Armistice Day be officially replaced with Mayflower Day, since the signing of the Mayflower Compact took place on November 11, 1620. They argued that this holiday would be far more appropriate, since the Mayflower Compact was the cornerstone upon which the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights stood. Of course, the group's ideas did not catch on, and Armistice Day eventually became the Veterans Day that we know today. It's a day for reflection, not celebration.
1: Day for gratitude and a day for careful conversation with those veterans. Hope you get out and enjoy the parade today in Osage Beach and take advantage of the opportunity to say thanks for your service. He
5: to his mama as he left South Dakota to fight for the red, white and blue. He was 19 and green with the new M16 just doing what he had to do. He was dropped in the jungle where the choppers would rumble With the smell of napalm in the air Then the sergeant said Look up ahead Like a dark evil cloud, twelve hundred came down the shrapnel that left in his leg he puts on a gray suit over his airborne tattoo and he ties it on one time a year and remembers the fallen as the orders are torn and swallows it down with his 65 On the 8th of November The angels were crying as they carried his brothers away With the fire raining down
1: Big Kenny and John Rich.
5: said goodbye to his mama as he left South Dakota to fight for the red, white, and blue. He was 19 and green with a new M-16 just doing what he had to
1: do. Hope you enjoy the Veterans Day Parade today in Osage Beach and wherever you might be celebrating... Don't forget to set your clocks Seven, back an hour six, tonight. Five, four, three, and stand by. Five, Kim Commando Show is next at the top of the hour right after the news. it up for today we thank you so much for being with us on bob's no wake zone boating radio show as a veteran i appreciate you listening and i appreciate your thoughts on this special day particularly next thursday join me again next saturday morning we'll be here at 10 for bob's no wake zone boating radio show
2: it's bob's no